the campaign level uh, or campaign story part was called 404. That was the mission error, which mm -hmm. if you don't know in <laughs> 404 is not good. error is not good. <laughs> it means you can't find it. All right, everyone, and welcome to a Halloween edition of Game Wild. Yes, you might be listening to this on November 2nd, but we're recording on 1031. And I dressed up for the occasion, not really dressed up. It's really just a sweatshirt that I have that is Spider-Man. But it's important <laughs> because we do have some Spider-Man news for you uh, coming up later. But SJW, let's remind everyone that they can join our Facebook group. They can join let's. our Discord. Oh. They can ring that bell on YouTube when we get a video up on time. Yeah. Hey, they're good now. They're good. We're good. Shade. I do. Shade. I I love the uh, I love the sweatshirt. By the way, it's it's Thank like you. I'm kind of jealous. I'm not gonna lie. That's one of those sweatshirts that probably feels amazing to wear when it's this like really like, cold out. It's it's uh well it's not really that insulated because it's those Amazon like thirty five dollars. <laughs> okay. That has. But anyways, it's it. I got it for like Halloween this year, so it was uh. It was nice. Um, Unfortunately, yeah, so make sure you follow us on everything and give us five star rating wherever you can and positive reviews on any of the podcast apps that you listen to us. And well, what were you going to say there, SJW? I was just going to say, unfortunately, I am not dressed up. I wanted to try to get my makeup on in time, but um, I am dressing up as the Joker for Halloween and will be having my makeup on stream for the cast this weekend. Which, God, that makeup's going to feel really nasty after being on stream for like eight hours. So I'm, I'm not yeah, really sure how gonna, it's going to work out. <laughs> and everyone can catch the replay of that stream on his Twitch channel, I assume. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, and then I'll have works. the VODs up on uh, YouTube as Twitch. well. Twitch.tv so. slash shit just works. Uh, S-C-H, just so you know. For you Twitch, yeah. Already, <laughs> for Twitch. If you haven't followed him already, and you can follow me on Twitch. Uh, Rough, Rough House, House Plays. Plays. Or... You can follow my YouTube channel and his YouTube channel as well. So now that we got all the paid promotions out of the way. <laughs> Are they paid? Us, That'd be nice. Well, technically, <laughs> we're paying for them by uh, taking the time to give them out. But anyways, uh, the question of the week, we're going to start off. We have a, a pretty detailed show this week. So we're going to try to go at a decent pace to keep it around rapid the fire. hour mark. Rapid it's a little fire. bit of rapid fire. But question of the week is... Due to the championships that are happening right now in League of Legends, uh, what would you say the Worlds is happening right yeah, now? Yeah, Worlds is going on right as we speak. I think they're in like game right. four or five. So There you go. So uh, question of the week is what is your favorite sporting championship to watch now and growing up? And for me, it's always been and still is uh, the NFL championship, a.k.a. the Super Bowl. AKA, um, listen to you. AKA the Super. Uh, no, it's the Super Bowl. Who calls it the NFL Championship? It's well, the I Super Bowl. Well, they have it like copyrighted and stuff, so I don't know how much you can actually. Because oh, like, if you actually notice it, like in January, they call it the big game. No paid commercial, unless oh, it's like affiliated God. with the NFL can call it the Super Bowl. So they have to call it the big game and Hashtag stuff like that. Hashtag capitalism. So, exactly. <laughs> Hashtag the NFL rules everything. So that's mine. How about you? Um, so growing up, it was the Super Bowl because – or the big game as as you yeah, whatever, uh, so yeah. adamantly put it. And uh, I I actually loved it. If only, Well, actually, I, I paid a lot more attention to football when I was younger in high school because mm -hmm. all we would do in high school is we'd go to school and then argue about what's the best football team. So now and, – and the commercials. Oh, the commercials. I always look forward to the yeah, commercials. Who doesn't, right? Yes. Now it is League of Legends Worlds. And, <laughs> and it's funny though because – with the Super Bowl, I always look forward to the commercials probably more than the game itself a lot of the time, unless yep. the Patriots are playing. Um, yep. And now, with League of Legends, it's the same thing. I actually look forward to the opening ceremony more than anything else, and it's because the their opening ceremony is literally on the forefront of technology. It is all yep. augmented reality. I was just telling you about this earlier. They have a K-pop girl band that is not even real. It's five characters from the game that are all augmented reality that sing and dance on stage that if you're watching it, you can see them singing and dancing on stage and there's real people too. And there's this yeah. whole light show. It's like you're at a concert and it's, it's ridiculous. The amount of technology that goes into it, they have a uh, text floating in the air. Like they'll have, you know, if you have like a transition in editing or something where the text like mm -hmm. spins out, they have that happening in augmented reality in the air, in the middle of the show. So this, the things that they do is absolutely incredible. And then, um, like uh, as an example, lat or three years ago, I think 
they had there's a dragon in the game. You've played League of Legends before. You know how there's a dragon mm -hmm. and, and a baron. Yep. So yep. They, yep. they had the elder dragon literally fly above the stadium, and then because it was an open top stadium, and then land in the middle of the stage. Nice. And it just like seeing that in augmented reality is absolutely ridiculous. Um, so just really cool. Always seeing that they always have new music that releases every year for it. So hundred percent League of Legends Worlds. If you guys didn't see the opening ceremony, definitely check it out. It was amazing. Check 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 it out. Check it and out now, um, guys. We have to remind you of something because we feel like it's been forever. <laughs> but launch days for the PlayStation Five and Xbox Series X are actually coming up quite soon. When you listen to this on November 2nd, we will be less than uh, 10 days away from yeah. the Xbox Series X. And we will be 10 days away from the PlayStation 5. So we are looking at November 12th for the PlayStation 5 and November 10th for the Series X. Is it really 10 days away though, Joe? Is it, re is it really 10? Most people listening are probably going to have to wait like another 90 days before they get one of these systems. They didn't say when they were getting it. They <laughs> said this is when it's launching. All public. right, fair enough, fair enough. I have I actually have secured two pre-orders, one for each one, and I don't even know if I'll get it same day yeah. based on everything. Actually, the outlook for the PlayStation 5 is looking better than the Series X right now because at least I haven't received any letters saying you might not get it. So I'm oh, assuming... Good. My PlayStation 5 is going to come on November 12th. It's my Series X I'm worried about. And I actually haven't even pre-ordered any of the accessories for it yet because I'm not sure what I want to do there. So that's uh, just your reminder. But the reason why we're giving you a reminder is because, well, if you thought pre-ordering the games was a shit show, how about <laughs> uh, pre-ordering the systems, excuse me, was a shit show, how about actually physically getting them well best buy one of the top shit show providers of the pre-order <laughs> fiascos has come through with a uh pre-order setup where basically people are basically saying they are receiving emails from best buy saying hey guess what the playstation 5 is almost here the series x is almost here please schedule an appointment for the date between 6 a.m. and 9 a.m. local time to pick it up. Your appointment window will be 30 minutes. If you re <laughs> arrive before or after your scheduled time, you may experience longer than normal wait times. Yeah, I've when heard When you that arrive, our customer experience host will guide you to where you need to go to pick up your, your system in store. Show your ID and order confirmation and you should be all set. Thank you for being a loyal Best yeah. Buy customer. It's that we easy. We appreciate your business yeah. and we thank you for going through the shit show <laughs> that was pre-ordering your system through Best Buy. So they're trying to make up for how horrible it was by saying, hey, we're going to schedule certain times and lock you in. Um, so that you can get your system without concern or having to fight with anyone or anything of that nature. So, and they're doing it before the store opens from the sounds of it. I mean, it starts at 6 a.m. So I'd be one of those guys who'd be like, yeah, I'll do it right at 6 a.m. to kind of get, oh, it, get yeah. it out of the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and, and I, so it's, it's funny that you put this Best Buy pre-orders thing up because I actually saw another thing online that I, I didn't put the article up here, but um, there are things in motion or things online that are saying that Best Buy might have availability of these systems come Black Friday. And mm. it does bring the thought to mind that maybe they're all sold out right now because they really wanted to make sure that stock was available for the holidays as opposed to just launch date. So mm -hmm. I have a, I have more confidence that when Christmas comes, when Black Friday comes, there will be a better availability for these consoles. With that said, and we might talk about this next week or the week after, depending on what happens, uh, COVID is very much still a thing and is getting worse right now, apparently. So that might completely, you, you say shit show. I don't know what's like a step above shit show, but we might approach that, that area. <laughs> so yeah, we'll we uh, see that happening. We'll, we'll see but what happens. To, to be fair, I think right now everything's on track. Like nothing's changed in regards to that. So I'd assume to see it go boom, 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 boom. And then maybe December might be a problem, but I think, um, late december might be a problem but by that time people would have already gotten their gifts mm -hmm. and stuff so and locked it in so i think we're gonna miss it hopefully at least for the holiday season hopefully. and then we might have a we might have a lapse in the beginning of the year yeah 20, um, but yeah so damn it we'll see how that goes unfortunately i don't know anyone who received a pre-order at best buy so i can't give you any specific updates i can only give you what the internet tells me which sometimes are lies
sometimes i feel like 75 percent of the time it's a lot <laughs> sometimes that's that more like most of the time <laughs> so you put up an article here about um another halo infinite director has left the project apparently so what's going on here um yeah so i don't i don't know if you caught it but i, I did kind of move that stuff up there uh just because we are yeah. we are on the ps5 and xbox talk i'm actually going to move this other article that you found up here too so that uh it's kind of all in the same same vein but um all right, so just some additional PS4 and Xbox updates for everybody. Uh, apparently, the Halo Infinite director, another director, has left the Halo Infinite project. So I just put that there because I know one of the big things with Xbox was that Halo is no longer going to be coming out anywhere close to launch of the system. It's delayed, and that's one of the big reasons. That's, that's like, Xbox is already lacking in, you know, premier titles for the system, especially on launch. And to have Halo push back is a, is a big hurt to the system. So, and I know a lot of people were disappointed when that was announced. So, um, that does not look any better for Halo at this current time. And then on the flip side, uh, some bad news for PS4 as well. Apparently, and there, I've seen, you know, I'm not going to go that this is definitive with this because I saw a lot of different articles. But Assassin's Creed and Ubisoft, the makers of Assassin's Creed, if you don't know, uh, have kind of announced that the list of games that aren't playable or backwards compatible on the ps5 was incorrect and that some additional titles nine to be exact uh from ubisoft are not playable on the ps5 so i also saw some articles where it said ubisoft is now retracting that statement and isn't sure <laughs> so like they don't even know if they are playable or not they just don't know so right. one notable thing i will say about that is that those games uh one of them i think uh, i don't know if i still have this article up one of them is a more recent assassin's creed which is a big deal a lot of them, though, are the spin-off games that nobody really cares about. So um, they say nine, <laughs> like they say nine titles, but like seven of them yeah. don't matter. Um, yeah. And then two two of them are legit Assassin's Creed titles that it's going to be well, really disappointing to not have them. Uh, just so you guys know, uh, he was talking about the PlayStation Five. He said the PS Four a couple of times. So just oh, same thing. That <laughs> I mean, whatever the case may be, but yeah, no, I I don't think it's as big of a deal. Uh, uh, honestly ubisoft had a bigger problem that happened uh with the xbox series x actually not series x, really? excuse me the xbox one x no. which some people bought instead of a series x because <laughs> they didn't know the difference yeah. um but anyways yeah so there was a bug that would cause ironically the campaign level uh or campaign story part was called 404 that was the mission error which mm -hmm. if you don't know in <laughs> 404 is not good <laughs> error is not good it means you can't find it so it would freeze the game and lock up um apparently they were able to fix the bug within 24 hours but just another piece of ubisoft uh, news that uh, legion watchguard uh watchguard watchdog legion uh, had that issue and you that was about six, eight hours into the campaign and it seems to only happen on the xbox one x uh from my notes but it no longer because they patched it so you can update it and patch it and then that won't break so there you go ubisoft get your shit together <laughs> yeah you get that right but i'm okay mr spider-man over here mr spider-man the one and only with the sweatshirt that i'm, I'm still kind of jealous of right now um i'm in the i'm in the market for like a bathrobe as well so um oh, okay. i want to find one that's like either anime or something like spider-man or literally just i want to find a cool one so keep an eye out if, if you find a cool one. Oh yeah I but mean, um just google it yeah well i cool well one. i did but like the ones on amazon are t like they're terrible and they're for how overpriced they are they're pretty bad well i mean i mean you'd probably have to go to like funimation or yeah. something they probably have something like direct like, like, yeah. yeah yeah exactly um, but yeah, so, so what's going on with the Spider Verse, man? And well, they just well, Spider Man uh, Miles Morales. Uh, they just announced that you will be able to unlock uh, the Spider Verse suit. Oh, nice! For, um, Miles Morales. So if you guys haven't watched a critically acclaimed movie into the Spider Verse, um, well, yeah, there you go. You get that Spider Man suit. I have Look, um a spray painted spider on his chest. I uh, I'm I'm about fifty percent of the way done with Spider Man right now, and nice. um, maybe a little bit more than fifty percent. But since playing that game, it, first off, it's a freaking amazing game. So if you haven't really already is. gotten Spider Man for um, get it. PS4 or something, get it. Get it. And because of it, I am super for Miles Morales to come out because yeah. now that I kind of know his part in the original Spider Man, it it's gonna be a sick sequel to the game. 
and I'm Word. super excited to, to play it. So uh, that's going to be one of the titles I'm keeping an eye out. And the second yep. I get my hands on the PS5, I'm getting Miles Morales. Yep, and you can get that with the PS5 at launch day. But unfortunately, one game that was supposed to be available Don't say at it. Don't is not going to be available. Um, the one thing I will say is CD Projekt Red has kind of at least been fun about this as much as it terribly needs to be there because yeah. on Twitter they actually posted something <laughs> in October saying no more delays coming out in November and then once the delay happened they was like can we delete this tweet <laughs> like they were like will anybody what? notice if we delete this tweet yeah like yeah exactly JK <laughs> well anyways guys if you don't know what we're talking about uh Cyberpunk uh. 2077 has now been delayed until December 11th. <laughs> At this point, it's going to come out in 2077. Well, yeah, exactly. So, most likely, you could now pre-order this for the Xbox Series X or the PlayStation 5 if you have it by then, and just play it on that instead of buying it on the Xbox like most people or PlayStation 4 and then upgrading it after the fact because, well, it's coming out when both systems are available, so <laughs> you can do that now. I'll be doing it on the new... Yeah, there, so. I'm getting out of the new gen. Definitely. So, yeah, I mean, it's... It's tough to say why it got really delayed after it was already supposedly gone gold, which means that they're actually done with the game and yeah. they're going to be printing physical copies of it. So it, it is it is very strange to me that when something gets announced gold, I don't really ever see it getting pushed back. But apparently it is. And um, I think with the world being the way it is now where they're patching games and stuff, I guess it makes sense that a game could go, go gold. And then once the game is installed on your system, you can they'll just patch it which yeah. kind of mm -hmm. sucks because i mean you're taking even more time to download the game now yeah um which to be honest with you is probably one of the more ridiculous things and why i don't buy physical games as mm -hmm. much anymore because if i have to still download something it's like what's the point? hard drive yeah. mm -hmm. you know well wasn't that what the whole buying the physical copies about so i don't have yeah. to download shit yeah. and so there you go so i mean it sucks um well, it's because having it. What is it? Because having it on the hard drive is now. Um, it's it's yeah. fast. It's it, the read write is faster having it directly on the hard drive than read writing it from the CD. Like as you're playing it, so that's why yep. they actually want it on the hard drive. But I agree. It's like what the hell? Like I bought the CD and I still have to sit here and wait for an hour to download 50 gigs of data, which also takes up hard drive space. Which, you know, I want to say maybe five years ago or maybe seven years ago it didn't seem so important to have like a 10 terabyte hard drive because you're like that's way too much like i'm never gonna fill that now because i have like a two terabyte you know hard drive on my computer two terabytes is nothing two terabytes literally does not last me like a month now with how much video editing and stuff that i do it's so bad so data now especially when you're having to download stuff like that is very 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 like it's important and games are what aren't games like big games generally 50 gigs and then smaller ones are like 20 if that yeah i mean it, it, i would probably say bigger games are now like 70. Almost. oh they might be a little like, bit more yeah because i think like call of duty i think and a witcher. couple other ones were like in the 70 were in the 70s okay uh, no i think witcher was 50. okay that's maybe because so, i'm, I'm of thinking that. of Witcher. But yeah, i think so maybe between 50 and 70 gigs for the bigger ones and some of the middle of the road ones probably around 20 to 30. i don't know can we forgive can we forgive cd project red are we okay with this because of covid and and the I'm next okay gens and all this i think it's uh, i'd rather get a good game coming out the box than get a bad game out the box and then them having to fix it anyways so i i guess i'm okay with it but is this delay be and because i've saw a lot of different things as to why the delay is happening whether it be covid which is just you know everybody says that yeah, or yeah, if it's yeah. because of the next gen i saw an article where it said maybe it's because of ps5 and xbox series x um yep. is it because of that or is it because the game just wasn't finished and they're making changes and coding things and there's still different i think it's really just like improvements and tweaks uh it, it really says developers spend the next month or so making last minute tweaks and improvements mm. that are added as day one patches so i think they're trying to avoid that maybe that's what, so really that there's what a smaller like. day one patch or something or well there may not even need to be a day one patch hopefully that i think that's they're just trying to get a game out and it'd be like this is our game play it and hopefully we won't have any problems. I don't know, man. This is... It's not often that I see a game get delayed three times. 
three times. I've seen games get delayed twice, like Final Fantasies a lot in the past have been delayed multiple times, but not, mm -hmm. I don't think, ever three times. So this is, uh, this game better be the shit when it finally comes out. I know people have high expectations for this, and I think this is one problem with this delay that I think is going to happen, and that's this game has been delayed and been wanted and desired for so long that if people get anything less than a freaking gem out of this game everybody's going to be pissed and CD yeah, Projekt Red's going to take a huge hit in their reputation. I think they'll be fine. I honestly I think I think it'll be a good game. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I, I think I mean the first impressions looked amazing to begin yeah. with when the game was on schedule after the second delay, so mm -hmm. um I think I'm, everybody I'm likes that um what's that theme called again? Uh, um steampunk steampunk style. steampunk everybody steampunk is very much in right now um league of legends does a lot of steampunk in there that like that pop group i just the mentioned design, yeah yeah and just everything that they've been doing as of late so i think regardless of how good the game is as crappy as it sounds um i think just because it's a steampunk based game and it's from the makers of witcher people will already be kind of like subconsciously this is going to be a good game regardless of how good it is and i think that uh yeah i think they'll be fine overall but i honestly think it'll be amazing if it's half as good as the witcher because it's steampunk i think it'll be absolutely ridiculously amazing agreed and uh speaking of uh league of legends our next article is about what your favorite sporting event now is your championship event and it's the 2020 lol does not stand for laugh out loud or Lando Lakes cheese world championships. Wow. I'm First surprised you put audience peaks at 1.168 million people. Yeah. I, I, I know Lando lakes. LOL. Yeah. Wow. That's, it's funny. Cause when I was doing the trucking company, we almost had a deal with Lando lakes to ship their cheese. So whenever I saw LOL, I was like, I, I gotta get used to this. I got, I, I always thought laugh out loud or league of legends. Now Lando lakes got thrown into the mix. So, um, and it's still there, but that means League of Legends in this context. Though. Yeah, this is this is League of Legends. Um, and oh man, what what more can I say? So th there's actually uh, so two things here that are League of Legends related. We'll get into the second topic in a bit, but this this is kind of where I got the inspiration for the question of the week, right? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, as of to what your favorite championship is. I can't now. The numbers aren't in for all of 2020 yet um, for the 2020 Worlds which is still currently like literally i think we're in game five right now as we're talking and um if if they went to a game five and um last last thing i saw i think it was two one one of the teams was up but i'm surprised you're not like having i know i i i did for a little while i did it looks like it's still it's still going a world's cooldown so that means somebody it looks like somebody won i don't know who won yet but we'll we'll check after we'll check actually you know what no i'm gonna pull it up now we'll I'm announce gonna... it on stream if we have it um well, yeah, I'm going to announce already on the know podcast. Because this is going to be two days later. So. Damn one gaming one. Yep, damn one gaming one. So, um, um, okay, wow. So uh, they won three to one. So they actually didn't go to a game five. So it was only four so games. They smashed them. Yeah. So now this article that I found was just the stage audience. So if, if you guys don't know how League of Legends works, there's play-ins. So there's teams that kind of were on the cusp of making worlds that have a last chance shot to play in to worlds. And then there's group stages where everybody gets put into, you know, four different groups. I think it's four. I forget how many groups there were. And um, they all play each other a bunch of times, and whoever has the best records advances to the top eight. And then they play quarterfinals, semifinals, and then the finals. And um, this is the stage audience. This is group stages. So this wasn't oh, – sorry, this is play-in. Average viewership for play-in round. Up 35% from 2019 at 1.168 million. So this is just like the prologue to the tournament. So God only knows. I know when I when I checked Twitch at one point, the concurrent viewership during uh, the uh, the World Championship today was like half a million. That's concurrent. That's five hundred thousand people watching right this second. So yeah, concurrent, big big buzzword in the in the Twitch world, right? So, um, so just a couple couple stats here. League of Legends World Championship sees more than five matches for opening stage surpass one million viewers. 29.664 million hours watched for play-in stage. That's insane. Last year's tournament was the most watched esports competition of 2019. So if just the play-ins beat 2019's numbers, 2020 is going to be insane. It broke more viewership records with at least five matches from its first stage surpassing 1 million viewers, according to digital streaming data published by esports uh, charts. So this is insane. I guess the, the number one match to the peak viewership at 1.168 yep. million, which is what it mentioned, was 
good old Team Liquid, who I casted for a few weeks yeah. back, uh, versus Mad Lions. And Team Liquid, unfortunately, nice. got smashed and and they just sucked. So <laughs> they yeah the, uh, they did really bad in uh, in the World Championship. So, but anyways, I guess one of the things I wanted to bring up here is. Um, I pulled up some other Wikipedias, and I think you'll find this really interesting, Joe. So I want to start with the World Series. And this is the, the MLB World Series uh, for baseball. And kind of, if, if you look it up quick, Joe, too, it's on Wikipedia. Um, just search World Series television ratings. You can see the same thing for the Super Bowl as well. And all I can tell you is I see a big graph, and on the left it starts really high. And on the right, starts really low. <laughs> and Or it ends really low, I should say. And for, uh, for those of you who are familiar with charts and graphs, that means that it has been on a downslope for quite some time. So to put it in perspective, the most viewed World Series um, uh, for the MLB ever. Ranked number one, 1978, 44.2 million. All right? Uh, that was six games. Ranked number two, 1980, 42 million. Ranked number three, 1981, 41.37 million, ranked number four, nine, 1982, 38 million, and in fifth place, 1979, 37.96 million. So that's back in the late 70s, early 80s. That was when baseball was at its pinnacle. <clears throat> now, at its, peak. at its peak, the least viewed World Series, 2020, Series. number one. Series. Series with the apostrophe, the S apostrophe, because English is freaking weird. Um, Ranked number one, 2020, 9.785 million versus the number one in 1978 was 44.27. That's insanely lower. And then all the other years for two, three, four, and five, 2012, 2008, 2019, 2014, all recent. Yeah. Well, the problem is baseball's really fallen off the map. It's yeah. Not, it's not what it used to be. So uh, it's not a surprise that esports is taking over um, some of the actual a- athletic sports in regards to viewership. I just think that's where our world is going yeah i still think there will be a few athletic sports that will still be like at the upper echelon but baseball um just isn't what it used to be and it's not fast enough the pace of it isn't exciting enough anymore for people people want action and baseball just doesn't have offer that at the pace that Mm -hmm. you know an esport can nfl nhl games like that that are like high impact fast um, well, even and, the NHL is losing tons of viewership just because nobody knows yeah, what the hell hockey is true. anymore. <laughs> but no, it's, either way, it's um, it's not a surprise that this is falling off the map and esports is overtaking what used to be called America's pastime, which now I think America's not, pastime yeah. is really football now. So, um, well, yeah, and, and I agree because I still love the Super Bowl and I think that's kind of – it's like a national holiday, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, pretty much. I, I also brought up the Super Bowl. Right, so I have the NFL stats up here. So it it is much different. It is technically still, it looks like it was rising all the way up until 2015. It was pretty consistent. Well, actually, I should say it was a pretty significant gain up until about 1996, and then after 1996, it, it was still gaining views, but it was very very slow. And then it kind of had a spike in the early 2000s, um, and then it kind of flattened off again. And now during the last three years. It looks like the NFL viewership has actually gone down again um, mm-hmm. since 2016, or actually maybe even 2015. It looks but like it's there's a reason for that, and I think it has to do with a lot of the social issues that are going on. Well, there's that too. I don't yeah. think it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it actually has to do with the sport itself as much as just how many people in that sport are. Um, there was a lot of drama in the last five years with the NFL too. Yeah, yeah, and that's mm-hmm. and that's why the viewership's down. It's because people who don't like the fact that uh, the people in the nfl are speaking out about certain issues mm-hmm. um, they just don't like it the whole kneeling on the anthem thing is gonna oh yeah yeah i forgot about the kneeling duh yeah just caused so much mm-hmm. in regard to the viewership so that's why it's down so i can't speak to that piece of it and to be honest with you i don't know if anyone who watches esports is in that age range that would get offended by what people are doing to protest certain things at this point i don't think anybody who watches esports gives a shit about anything other than what i'm saying in that respect is that the effects wouldn't be as big of a deal because of the demographic and Mm -hmm. a lot of people who grew up in the nfl that are in their you know mid 40s late 50s are affected probably a little bit more about how they feel about why what people are doing and stuff like that so i think that's why 
you see that um, drop. But the actual <coughs> stuff the NFL is doing in regards to its sport itself and taking out all the social drama, um, I still think it's still a top tier. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I 100% agree. So if you look at uh, average viewers, the top average viewers ever, you want to guess what year the top average viewers was without looking at the chart? <laughs> I'm going to say it's like 2013, somewhere around there. Uh, you're close. So it was 2015. 2013 was one, two, three, four. It was seventh. Um, so, but it's 114 million average viewers. February 1st, 2015. 2014 came in second. 2016 came in third. So you can kind of see that was that time that I just mentioned where it started to drop off a little bit. Um, and that's also around the time, like you said, we had all the, the drama and crap with the kneeling and, and all that good stuff. The commissioner, uh, there was the, the thing with the Patriots, the deflate gate, whatever the hell yeah, that was. Yeah. So, um, there's been a lot of stupid stories that have gone on. Um, as far as total viewers, like hundred percent total viewers, uh, 2017 was actually top at 172 million. And then 2016 uh, again is number uh, two and then 2013 number three. So again, Oish. Since 2016, 2017, it seems they've gone down a little bit. Now, I know you mentioned all that drama and stuff. I think that drama, Deflate Gate and the kneeling and all that, in conjunction with at the same exact time, because 2017, 2018 is when esports start to blow up, uh, started to blow up. I think that doesn't spell disaster because I think the NFL is still always going to be there. I think it's the pinnacle of sporting events. Um, even even when you include soccer, but as as like the the Western Hemisphere of the world is Super Bowl, right? For the most part, uh, Brazil is a lot of soccer. But anyways, um, I think that those two things combined kind of created a little bit more of a perfect storm for esports that allowed them to really propel up like they have been lately. And I would not be surprised unless the NFL makes some sort of big change to really put itself into the next generation of football. I wouldn't be surprised if esports overtakes the NFL in the next five years. Um, I don't know. I mean, do you think that that's possible? I mean, I, I know. I mean, it's always possible. I just. Uh, yeah, but do you think I it's mean, realistic that that would happen? I, I it, it is realistic based on what could be how the world is going in this respect. Like with esports, it's a lot easier to get people together to do this. They don't all have to physically be there with like all athletic sports they have to physically be with each other you don't necessarily have to do that with esports per se i know that they did do that if i'm not did they all come together and play at the world um, championship they did so there? yeah i was so, actually surprised I mean, there was a lot of people yeah, in me the arena. too because yeah. i did see some of the articles you sent and it looked like people were there so um but they don't have to right it's not something that had to happen so with football they can't virtually play each other they have to physically play each other where mm-hmm. at least with league of legends you could have something where you could kind of put them all together and work something out um so yeah i could possibly see it raise and um kind of be one of the biggest sporting events in the world um you know and like i said we were joking around that like i play uh monkey knife fight and there was yeah. stuff on mm-hmm. you and it was funny what props they had on there for the League of Legends worlds. So I mean it's it's definitely getting there because obviously it's on propping sites and things like that. So So there's actually so there's two things that I want to bring up that I think one of them I think that the Super Bowl could change pretty easily um for uh to be honest and uh the other thing is just kind of a weird thing that has never been a thing for sporting events. So I'll start with that one. The first thing is prize money. Um, so we're actually going to get into a second, a contract that was signed by a major uh, player in League of Legends. And they, so obviously they are getting paid. Their their salaries are going to probably continue to grow as the game becomes more popular. Similar to the NFL. The NFL did not used to pay $40 million contracts, $100 million contracts. You know, they, they used to pay a lot less. And um, so players get paid. But on top of that, the prizes for things like the world championship or even just regular tournaments and games are in the millions of dollars. So that's additional money to not only the players, but the orgs themselves, which in the NFL's case would be the teams, right? The the actual franchises and stuff. Do you ever see a world where the NFL offers prize money for the Super Bowl? They do. Oh, there is there is prize money for the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, it's not like a prize money. It's bo- they call it bonuses. 
But uh, if you win, you get a certain bonus uh, for the players get a certain bonus. But is that set by the teams? And the losers actually do that. I know. I think it's by the NFL. They do the same is, thing with, um, with their uh, Pro Bowl, too. Like the losers and the winners. But I believe I knew the Pro are, Bowl got, yeah. But I believe, if I'm not mistaken, there is a bonus for winning the Super Bowl pri- money wise. Prize um, money for Super Bowl. Well, that's what I we was, have Google for. Yeah, right. <laughs> Players on each winning team of Sunday's big game. All right, this was, I think, last year. Or, yep. oh no, maybe it is 2020. I don't know. It's either that last year or this year. It said players will take home 124,000 each just for participating. Okay, so never mind. Okay. So there, so, so there yeah, is a bonus yeah. for making the Super Bowl. Okay. Yes. Now, exactly. all right. So then, I guess the question would be not necessarily the Super Bowl, but playoffs and season games. Playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. because it doesn't sound. It sounds weird on the surface to be like, yeah, if you win a game during the regular season, you get additional prize money because it just sounds like like it's their job. You have to win the games during the season to get to the Super Bowl. But in League of Legends and other esports, when you win tournaments and games throughout the regular season, quote unquote, they're all prize pool based. So is there ever a world where those individual games turn into salary plus whatever the prize pool is? I don't think so either. I, I agree. No, I think I think honestly, and I'm not I'm surprised should be bonus based off of um how you do mm-hmm. like individually versus like a team uh, I agree. payout like it's mm-hmm. like oh if this guy gets x amount of kills in a in a series he gets a bonus that type of thing um yeah just, so i i don't think i don't think the nfl will ever adopt that but here's what i think they should do halftime mm-hmm. halftime actually what's your however how do you like halftime over the last few years? How, how what is your what outlook you mean, on halftime? Super Bowl halftime? Yeah, Super Bowl halftime. The, how has have you liked the shows? Have you disliked the right. shows? I mean, it's not a, it's not anything special, but I'm okay with it. So, I hate them recently. I hate them. I I used to watch the halftimes like I would watch the commercials. Like I told you before, like I kind of tuned into the Super Bowl to watch commercials a lot, and the halftime I would also like to watch the halftime. Because, oh, this is cool. We're going to have, you know, maybe a, a wardrobe malfunction again. Something something cool happens. Who knows? Um, but now they just – they suck as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah. when I, and maybe it's just because I've seen the League of Legends opening ceremonies. But I think that if the, war, if the Super Bowl and the NFL wants to draw a lot of viewers very easily, very easily, because it will also appeal to our generation, to the younger generation, the they should implement – more of a like augmented reality or futuristic type halftime show they probably will i mean it's very it's it's always a possibility so i wouldn't i wouldn't rule it out i think it's very possible that they'll be doing something like that in the near future especially with everything that's been going on um covid you know covid Mm -hmm. and things like that so uh, i'm sure people are looking into that type of stuff and i know they've done certain augmented realities at music concerts and things like that where um like I said, that's what pretty much halftime is. It's a big concert. So mm-hmm. I would expect that they are probably looking into things like that, possibly even for this Super Bowl coming up in 2021. I was just going to say that. Yeah, I'm curious yeah. to see what the Super Bowl is going to be. You know what they should do? Don't they have – you ever see those concerts online where they have a hologram of, like, a dead singer or something that's performing? Like Yeah, that's the, what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's what they should do, I think, to start because that's right up their alley. Yeah, um, they can get the rights to it. So yeah, and it's like, listen, if Riot Games can afford to do that stuff, then I think the NFL has enough money to go ahead and do that stuff, unless they're about to go bankrupt and they just haven't told anybody. So um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot that they could do to go ahead and, and change things up and, and kind of compete more with something like esports, which is, which is up and coming right now. Because I do think they have to worry about esports. Freaking Nike, you know, sponsors the uh, the world cha- world championship. So, um, all right. Well, uh, the last thing before we get into the good old uh, free games and 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 the paid games uh, <laughs> is. This guy that I mentioned earlier uh, in the League of Legends LCS, and the LCS is the uh, League Championship Series for the North American region. So it's all the NA teams like Cloud9, Team Liquid, uh, stuff like that. Uh, Good old Jensen. So Jensen, if you don't know who that is, is one of the best, if not the best, now that Bjergsen has retired from TSM, uh, mid laners in the game. So definitely one of the top competitors in all of League of Legends. Team Liquid, 
again, the one I just mentioned that went to Worlds got shit on, um, which is unfortunate. <laughs> I, I like Team Liquid, but unfortunately they did not do well in Worlds. Um, yeah. They offered him a $4.2 million contract for over three years. That is, to date, the largest contract in esports. And there are multiple other multi-year, multi-million contracts, multi-million dollar contracts. Um, but this, I think, only goes to show how much more on the rise esports is. Uh, getting yeah. up to a $4.2 million contract. I mean, Joe, what do you, yeah, one point four you think about year, this? $1.4 million a year. Yeah. Yep. That's, oh, you did you did math, didn't you? Did you, did you, did you use a calculator? Don't lie. <laughs> just in case <laughs> so what are your what are your thoughts on this and, and people actually getting paid because because think about think about that for a second well, 4.2 million for video games my, obviously i have to train my daughter to play league of legends apparently because that's what's, <laughs> like, what's happening right now um, like i don't have to worry about her getting hurt anymore playing a sport to make money i can just be like hey Play video let's game. learn how to play let's play league of legends and see if you can get on a team just don't get to carpal tunnel <laughs> well this kid looks like he's freaking 15 so i would probably say um that you're okay he's so, uh i think he's in his early 20s i mean yeah, he you, looks like he's 15 though if you yeah look at the video if you look at the article yeah the pictures that i'm looking at he looks super young um yeah no, i so, agree i yeah. i think you have to be 16 to play in the lcs um okay. Yeah, so and most of the players no, I will no, say are like nineteen. Like, yeah, right. So, uh, but it's that's still pretty young. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. This is uh, four point two million to play video games. I mean, growing up, this is probably what my my eight year old self would have dreamed of. Right. So for me, twelve or twenty two years later, to he's I twenty five. Uh, he's tw- oh, he's twenty five. Okay, he's a little older than I thought. Um, that's like Bjergsen just retired, and I think he's like twenty eight or something. So there are that's the other thing with esports. People are getting older playing esports now. Because it was a newer thing, I think a lot of people that started were very young uh, because they just figured video games plus kids equals success, right? Like that's right. kids play video games. Uh, but our generation is very much still into video games. That's why me and you were having a, a podcast about video games right now. And um, I think as time goes on, we're going to start to see that average age creep up. We're going to start to see people in their mid-30s, maybe even their 40s, that are playing video games. Because you can play video games when you're 80 years old. That's the great thing about video games. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be in great physical shape. You liter- you probably need to just be in good mental shape more than anything exactly. to play video games. So, um, Which is great. So I, I just think that this is everything that I could have dreamed of as a kid. This is great. I think it's awesome for esports. And I can't wait until I have to, you know, we go over another article one day on this podcast that says in the, you know, in the seven digits. Or sorry, Game, eight digits. Wild, Game Wild signed a huge contract yeah. for uh, <laughs> yeah. to be on, to, to be on uh, the, the world championship pregame show. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There it is. That's what we want. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> we got this. So, so now on to uh, the free stuff. Rough house deals uh, this week. November 5th, War Game Red Dragon, the new reference in RTS. At its best, the War Game series returns to duty larger, richer, and more spectacular than ever before. In War Game Red Dragon, you are engaged in a large scale conflict where Western forces clash with the communist bloc. That is available November 5th for free on the Epic Game Store. But if you do look at the Epic Game Store, they do have a Halloween sale going on through November 5th right now where you can save up to 60% on all different games. So please check it out. My question is, why don't we have an Epic Game sponsorship by now? Because we're not big enough <laughs> and Epic Games doesn't know. Like, all right, if Joe. We do it, maybe if we do a seance to renounce Apple, <laughs> they might do something. Be like, okay, we got these guys. Let's, Listen, let's, uh, get- I have an iPhone right i'm not happy about like i have no desire to be on one side of the fence or the other with phones now literally whatever just is the best phone at the time i'm gonna buy and in all reality i like google better than i like apple because of how closed off apple is uh to like working with third parties and stuff so i don't know i actually this this phone i actually own i like i own this outright so i i could get a new one whenever i need but like i don't phones now actually i want your opinion real quick Oh boy! Because they just released the new iPhone. Um, they did. I feel like phones in the when I was growing up, phones had monumental leaps when new phones were, were coming out. Now I feel yeah. like they're very incremental. 
from what I've understood, this one is is probably the biggest leap it's had in like three years. Yeah, but but then if you look at the specs, it doesn't even look like much. It's like better camera as always, because God knows we need that. Yeah, camera goes updated. There's more cameras. There's like fifty thousand lenses now, and um, and like that's it. It's like a faster processor, like always. But like yeah. the, there's when when I was younger, we were talking about oh man, NFC is gonna be a thing. Like, oh, that's the yeah. big update. Well, the 5G, the 5G update is huge, obviously. Um, Other phones have already had that. Yeah, I know. But if we're just talking about that phone, if you're oh, I, about I guess, yeah. in general, yeah, I, there's the there's really no big leap in regards to it outside of nothing cool. stuff with augmented reality and stuff like that. So um, the coolest yeah. thing I've seen is that phone that folds. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny because that's technically a reversion to flip phones. It's right. the same thing as a flip phone, which was in the freaking early 2000s. So I don't know, man. I'm just kind of disappointed with phone. They're not as uh, cool as they once were. It's just like everybody needs a smartphone tough. now. I mean, and you can only innovate so much so fast. I think that's the problem, right? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I think maybe we're maybe we're kind of plateauing a little bit. Somebody will somebody will come 100%. out with something ridiculous at some point. It'll it'll happen soon. So it's in bounds. Um, all right, so all right, we got game. new games. And Joe, I challenge you to find a free game next week that's not from Epic. Okay. That's my challenge. Let's see um, what we can do. Let's see what we, let's see what we can find. All right, The Wizard and the Slug for PC. Let me close out of uh, all my my Super Bowl research here. So, The Wizard and the Slug for PC. Um, it's you play as the fastest, most <laughs> most agile slug in gaming history on its unforgettable quest with a spellcasting wizard as a sidekick. This literally looks like worms a little bit, but like it's it's got like the graphics and some of the gameplay as worms, but it's it's not the exact same game as worms. It's a side scroller. Kind of looks like uh what are those called? What's that genre? Precision platformer, I guess, and it's a side scroller. So uh, that comes out on November 2nd for PC. Theria. Okay. This is a card game that I actually out of all the games I played, I never ended up playing this. I heard a lot about it a while ago, but I think Legends of Runeterra just kind of overshadowed it. Uh, this was in beta around the same time, I believe. And one of the big things with this game was that they were pushing the whole free-to-play thing like everybody else is trying to do now. It says you can get all 300 cards in less than 50 hours. This actually looked like a very good game, and now it's coming out for PS4, which mm-hmm. I which means I'll probably get it. It's 20 bucks um, just so I can play it. It's, it's weird in... Um, What's that board game where you have all the octagon tiles? It starts with a C. Uh, uh, Catan. Catan. You ever play Catan? Settlers of Catan? So if anybody's ever played the board game Settlers of Catan, um, it ha- it's it actually, Feria has kind of that octagon tile system on top of a card game. So it's pretty interesting how they, uh, how they structure that. But uh, yeah, that comes out uh, November 3rd for PS4. So I'll probably be getting that. Breath Edge for pc on november 5th uh jump in a dark comedy space survival game that's interesting set in the near future of monopolized space exploration armed with an immortal chicken armed with an immortal armed with an immortal chicken yes you heard that correctly you are a survivor of a sudden space space liner crash explore the wreckage build stuff to survive and let the chicken do the rest what is it with like geese and chicken nowadays? Everybody's like, how stupid can we make a video game that people will just buy it? Um, so that's interesting. We have, speaking of chicken, chicken police. What the hell is this? What is, what are these games? Somebody trolling us this week? PC, PS4, and Xbox One on November 5th. A wild tale of love, death, chickens, and redemption. Chicken Police is a buddy co-op noir adventure. Sorry, buddy cop noir adventure with a carefully crafted world, a gritty story, and lots of absurd humor. The game mixes elements of classic adventure games and visual novel-style storytelling. I just felt the need to do that in that voice because there was chickens involved, so kind of I enjoyed that. That was fun. Um, so that that's going to come out because apparently everybody likes chickens right now. Uh, then we have How Stories Die for PC on November 5th. Time travel, assassins, and one magical gangster rabbit. The Demon King threatens your kingdom, and it's up to you, the prince, to find a suitable hero to fight it. Not an easy task, as it will require you to shed a lot of blood and maybe even die. But at least you will save everyone, right? This is free-to-play, a visual fantasy anime novel. 
Um, and because it's anime, of course, what would the game be without a bunch of scantily clad girls that all look incredibly happy all the time? That comes out on November 5th. Cosmocrats, also on November 5th for PC. Uh, Cosmocrats is the people's zero gravity utopia building adventure game. Pilot your drone to solve dynamic constructions, assemble a mighty space fleet to colonize the stars. So um, this is weird. It's like an adventure puzzle game uh, where you, you have to put things together and solve puzzles. So if you're into that kind of stuff, that is also coming out. Uh, then we have Real Politics 2. Did we talk about this first one? Is this literally, this is what I think it is, right? Yeah. If you really love politics and you can't get enough of all the BS happening in the world right now, go ahead and buy this game. <laughs> because what don't we need more than more politics in our lives? Uh, this is a technically a strate strategy diplomacy game. Looks similar to like Civilization and how it operates, yeah. but it's more politically driven uh, than something like Civilization. So, Bakugan. You ever watch that anime, Joe? No. Bakugan. Pretty good anime. Um, Champions of Vestroya for Switch comes out on November 6th. Uh, it is based off of the anime. It's an all-new action role-playing game, uh, which expands on the TV series. So, uh, it's exactly what you think it is. And it's, it's an action role-playing. It's based off of the anime 100%. Uh, then we have Dirt 5. I'm sure most of you have probably heard of Dirt 5. It comes out November 6th for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, if you haven't played the Dirt series previously, it's just uh, pretty awesome. It's just an awesome racing game uh, where you basically have like doom buggies and stuff and you <laughs> are frequently racing in Dirt. Uh, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Remastered. Uh, that's coming out for PC, PS4, and Xbox One November 6th. So again, uh, Need for Speed self-explanatory if you guys have not played need for speed before it's a racing game uh it's pretty this has been a million of them uh but it is pretty addictive it's a pretty good game paw patrol mighty pups save adventure bay for pc ps4 xbox one and switch on november 6th uh you join the mighty pups on a super heroic mission to save adventure bay have fun together in this two-player co-op mode uh it's 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 like a family-friendly puppy action game so just yeah <laughs> you you play as puppies walking around and, and exploring stuff so uh and then we have umaranji generation macro dlc coming out um on november 7th for the pc as well so that's gonna do oh wait what was that game what was the game that we were talking about tbc mad father made of skur and turn one way trip N were any of those released Oh well, you would know they'd be on the release. Yeah, side, they so. would. They would yeah. actually. Hold on, Mad Father Steam. I'm I'm, I'm gonna look these up quick. Uh, Mad Father. Wow, this got a ten out of ten too. Uh, it's already. Never mind. It's been on Steam. This was no, none of them came out. These were all supposed to come out for Switch too. So okay, so there you go, guys. Uh, as usual, I was right, and <laughs> yeah, we will see you next week on uh, the launch week edition of game wild as oh we get very close to the edge oh god and hopefully i'll have reports on whether or not that tuesday i'll be getting my xbox or if it's been delayed by amazon what are you so kidding we'll me you think you're gonna get a notification you're not gonna know until that day well, of no, whether or not you're you getting it the ship. well we'll have you might get a ship notification before monday uh, ooh, sometimes ah. I, I, I highly doubt they'll be accurate with any of that stuff, personally. Well, if it gets shipped, it gets shipped. So, I mean, you can't change that. So, once it's out on the mark, uh, out there in UPS or FedEx or whatever, it's out there. Fingers crossed. But anyways, guys, <laughs> fingers crossed for everyone who's getting a pre-order. But we want to thank you again for joining us on Game Wild, and we will see you next week. Peace out. Later, everybody.